The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Not quite as planned. Not quite as planned. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Cheek to cheek as we provide the, ma- the best a man can get. I don't know what that means. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and breathtaking, powerful, Microphones of FSR emanating live from the tee as we tee it up this hour in a team that dominates the ratings every single game, the number one television show in a game they were favored by a, a large margin. The Dallas Cowboys, we start out deep in the heart of Texas here. That's our headline. And that is where the Seabirds flew into Jerry's world. Herbie. And Al were there in the Amazon. So I don't know if you watched this or not, or you you heard about it. Maybe not. It's been talked about a lot here where I work. Uh, But if you missed any of it, don't worry. We watched. So you would not have to. That is our good mitzvah of the day. So Dak Prescott had not one, not two, but three touchdown passes. And the Cowboys, having to come from behind and rally, they did just that. They win 
by less than a touchdown. They don't cover the number. So if you bet on Seattle plus the points, you won the bet. But the Cowboys do extend the home winning streak, despite moments of confusion, to 14 consecutive games. And the Seattle Seahawks are going the other direction. But Dallas, 9-3. and three. They set up a rematch with Philadelphia. Now, Philly's got the Niners this weekend in a game. They are an underdog at home. The Cowboys have won four straight since they last lost to the Eagles. Now, Seahawks, they've lost three in a row. Look for a while like they're actually going to win this game, making our buddy Tony from the Bay happy. He picked Seattle to win outright. They didn't win outright, but they did win the bet. So the Seahawks dropped to 500. That is as average as average is. Right there. As average as average is. And they have six wins and six losses. And the better story, we'll get to the Cowboys, but the better story is in the losing locker room. So that is where we will begin as we discuss. So the question, what did this game on Thursday night tell us about Geno Smith in Seattle? So I've got Charles Dickens. Uber drivers, and Tommy Lasorda. And we will tie all of these random things together, and we are going to make Tex-Mex, which is not my favorite, but it's an acquired taste. So, A, I was getting emails early in the game. If you were listening to the show during the week, you know that I did a Maller monologue ripping Geno Smith. Right? And so Geno came out and just shoved it down my throat. Right? It was... The, uh, the, he had the 73-yard touchdown pass to D.K. Metcalf on the first drive of the game. One play. See you later. Pay dirt. Uh, so I was getting emails early in the game, premature emails. Ah, oh, see, you, you ripped uh, Geno Smith and he's showing you, you know. And, and to the box score reader, it was a sparkling performance by Geno Smith. He had 334 yards passing and the three touchdowns, uh, one interception. The problem is when you dig below the surface. Right, this game for Geno Smith was a Charles Dickens classic. The tale of two halves. Uh, doomsday. The, the first half was not. The first half was the Goldilocks zone. Geno Smith looked like he was back at West Virginia, slinging the Duke around the field. Uh, he pitched a masterpiece in the first half, had 173 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns, no interceptions, quarterback rating of 137. In the second half, that's the doomsday. That's the doomsday. Geno Smith completing only 50% of his passes. Had 161 yards passing, but one touchdown, one interception. Passer rating below 70. That's the Geno we know and love that showed up in the second half. And so he continues to be an enigma despite the 300-plus yards passing. And he was asked to make game-winning plays against the Cowboys defense. And a Cowboys defense that wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. They were on their heels, and Geno malfunctioned. The thingamajig did not work for Geno Smith. And uh, what is my evidence? All right, last three Seahawks drives. You saw this game. Seattle had the ball. They were actually protecting a lead in the second half, but late in the game, three opportunities, three drives, all ended with turnovers on downs. Last three drives for Seattle. Geno Smith was singing from a different song sheet from his pass catchers late in the game. And that continues to be the story, and Seattle's not going to make the playoffs this year. 
and that's fine, but they had an opportunity. They actually had a chance if Geno could make a play late in the game that, that the Cowboys were plumb for the take. Didn't do it. Now, turning the page. Page two. How is Micah Parsons, Dallas defense, looking after this particular performance? A game they won, right? Well, yeah. Of course, they're not looking that good. It's cover your eyes. Now, did... Deron Bland have another interception? Yes. He leads the NFL. Deron Bland, eighth interception. Yes, he also got torched on the DJ Metcalf 73-yard catch and run for the touchdown. The Cowboys, though, entered this game with glittering numbers. Right? Oh, they were so sexy. The Cowboys defense ranked fourth in scoring defense, number three in total defense in the entire NFL. It's a reminder that not all that glitters is gold, Right? Uh, and, and so against better competition, Dallas continues to be donkeys in lion skin, right? They're imposters. You know what the Cowboys defense is? They're like the heavyweight boxer who inflates their resume beating up tomato cans. The Cowboys have fattened up against a bunch of Uber drivers, janitors, and garbage men. And they've got all these great numbers. And it's not like even Geno Smith and the Seahawks have a good offense. They don't. They're a middling team. And it entered week 13, the Seattle offense ranked 21st in the NFL, which I don't think is good. I don't know. I just do an overnight show. But the Seattle offense was behind the Browns, who have had three quarterbacks and are about to start a fourth with Joe Flacco, the Bears, uh, who have no quarterback, and the Falcons, who have no quarterback. And so the Seahawks, uh, you, you look at these numbers, they're like, okay, uh, I mean, what is that in this game? In this game, Seattle had 35 points and 406 yards of offense. Now, doing the Maller math, so you don't have to. Let's look at the tail of the tape here. The CompuBox stats, if you will. Against three good opponents, the Cowboys have played. And I don't even know if Seattle's good, but we'll throw, for the purposes of this monologue, we'll put the, Cow- the, uh, the Seattle Six in the good category. Just makes it easy. So, San Francisco, Philly, and Seattle, those are the three, in air quotes, good teams that Dallas has played. The Cowboys defense in those three games has allowed, on average, 35 points per game and 373 yards per game. Can you say phony baloney? I knew you could. All right, last word here. So what is your opinion of the NFL officiating? The NFL officials' performance. What is your opinion of the NFL officials' performance? What is my opinion? Of the officials' performance. What the blankety blank do you think my opinion is of it? I think it was blank. Put that. I don't, I don't blank and care. Right? That, that's what the ghost of the late Tommy Lasorda would say, right? Well, what's my opinion of their performance? The refs ruined the game. 19 effing penalties. What the F do you mean? What is my opinion of their performance? How can you go out there and try to play a game when the referees meddle? I'll tell you what I would do. If I'm Roger Goodell and I actually care about my product, which I don't think he does, but if I did care about my product, the referees would get called into the principal's office. They would all get a demerit. They would be given detention. This Cleet Blakeman, this referee Cleet Blakeman, his crew, decided to make it all about them. You know, I do a TV show with this guy, Looney, who makes it all about him. So I know what that's like. I work with people like that. But the referee and his crew is like, well, you know, it's a big audience. It's a Thursday. It's the Cowboys. Let's make it all about us. We've got a lot of TV time. So Cleet Blakeman's crew, any closely contested pass, any, any closely contested 
in completion warranted a pass interference penalty. The Dallas Cowboys threw 127 yards in penalty flag. But that did not top Seattle, who got dinged with 130 penalty yards. If that sounds like a large number, that is the most in the NFL this season. The most in the NFL. So we had 257 yards in penalties in this game. Another 33 yards that were declined, 23 against Dallas. Like, what are we doing? Well, they were penalties. You got to call it. No, you don't. No, you don't. This is, this is not. I'm be very clear here. This is not the San Diego Zoo. People are not paying to watch zebras at NFL games. You go to the zoo to look at zebras. You don't go to an NFL game or turn an NFL game on the, on the television uh, to, to see zebras. And as Ryan Leaf, the Charger legend in San Diego back in the day, would say, knock it off. All right, just knock it bleeping off enough. Okay, enough, enough, enough. I, I know you got the fight. You don't have to call penalties, right? There's, is, is there some kind of quota? You know, I, I've, had, I've talked to cops over the years, and in a lot of places there's like an unofficial quota. You have to write a certain number of tickets, right, per month to justify your employment and all that. I don't believe that is the case in the NFL, but what do I know? Maybe that is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. 
hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's the ticket. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere jointly as we have all the takes fit to be spoken coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and wondrously powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the support. We are your emotional support audio animal broadcasting live as we are emanating from the very powerful microphones of FSR. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Headline from Buffalo. We'll get back to the Thursday night game in a few. The Cowboys coming back to beat the Seahawks as Geno Smith gagged down the stretch. Last three Seattle drives ended up on turnovers on downs. But the headline now from Buffalo, the Bills not participating, at least in the playoffs. As of now, the the Bills have been a disappointment. That's fair to say they were considered a heavyweight in the American Football Conference by many pundits. The wise guys believed in Buffalo, but they are 6-6, six and six, and they are not a playoff team at this time. There's a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter about their head coach. So I thought we'd address that. Now, if you didn't see the latest, this caught my attention. It came across my radar, and I said, you know what? I think this is, uh, this is interesting. I don't know if it counts as wisdom. But the word on the street, and the streets are talking, is that Coach Sean McDermott is safe. That he's not, not in the hot seat. Now, this story hidden behind a paywall on The Athletic, a report from the publication owned by the old gray lady, says there is a, quote, zero, zero percent chance that the Buffalo ownership will fire McDermott at any point this year. So let us discuss the question, the whispers going around of Sean McDermott essentially getting a vote of confidence. Where do you come down on this one? So I've got the Westminster Kennel Club bubble wrap and crowbar. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make the chicken wing that was invented in Buffalo at the Anchor Bar. No one ever had chicken wings. No one ever ate chicken wings. Chickens didn't even have wings before the Anchor Bar in chicken. Buffalo. And I've been there. I've, I've eaten chicken. it. It's a fine, fine establishment. So, number one. Yeah. So I, I give this report side eye because there was some weasel terminology used in it. The report said that McDermott would not be fired at any point this year. Well, today is the first day of December, so the report is indicating he won't be fired in the next month. Okay, okay, Uh, then the season ends in early January, and then he can be fired. So keep that in mind. Weasel. Pop goes the weasel. But the NFL's motto is what? Not for long. And while the final manuscript has not been written for the 2023 Bills, 
And certainly you can rewrite the ending. Right now, it is very foggy. It's like a London fog. Uh, Sean McDermott has been the Bills coach since 2017. The years are starting to pile up, and it's like the Westminster Kennel Dog Show. Right? The Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. You judge coaches in dog years. So you, you do that, and you, if you do the math, and you, you, you put it in the calculator, and, and you say an NFL coach, one year is equivalent to a dog year. So it's like seven human years or something like that uh, for an NFL head coach. I think it's actually more than that. So the, the numbers I came up with, McDermott has been the coach in Buffalo in dog years for over 60 years. And while certainly McDermott is not on a Ron Rivera, Bill Belichick-level hot seat, his tushy is getting pushied out the door the way things are going in Buffalo. All right, now page two. Uh, from opinion land, from opinion land, now Dolphin star Tyreek Hill, better known as the cheetah, 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 but not an ass, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, hole type of cheetah, not the a-holes in Houston, uh, different kind of cheetah, the kind that runs. So Dolphin star Tyreek Hill disagreeing with the viral comments of Tom Brady, remember Brady, a few days ago said there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. It was better back in my day. Everyone says that. Uh, So here's the deal. The quote from Tyreek Hill, he says, I wouldn't say that it's because uh, become mediocre. I wouldn't say that, that it's become mediocre, Hill said. I would just say that the NFL is trying to do a better job of just protecting its product. Which is obviously the players, Tyreek Hill stated. He went on to say, I know we say no fun league all the time, but I think this is the best way to be able to play football. Hill stated, I think it's safe for guys to not fully get their heads taken off. Close quote. All right, so Tyreek Hill defending the product in the NFL circa 2023, saying that the NFL is just protecting its players. Does that response work for you? Does that response work for you? And so I'll go first, and I'm going to have N, and can I, uh, can I please get an O? N and an O, and that would be no. Uh, that would be no. Uh, doesn't pass the nose test. Yeah, I have a big schnozzola. It does not pass the schnozzola test. It's poor quality control. We talked in an earlier hour about the officiating. And it was just dreadful in the Thursday night NFL game. A ridiculous amount of penalties that did not all of them need to be called, considering many of them were judgment calls, uh, subjective, not objective. But, of course, the cheetah is going to defend the NFL on this. It is his generation. He's going to defend what he knows, because to say that it's a worse product now than it was 10 or 15 years ago is saying that you're inferior. In my entire life, I remember when I started and there were old-time players. I started covering, like, basketball. I covered basketball a lot back in the, you know, a million years ago in the 90s. And there were guys from the 70s and the 80s that ripped the players in the 90s and said they were soft and they didn't know what they were doing and, you know, the game had changed. And as time has gone on in the 2000s, the players in the 90s then ripped the players in the 2000s. And then when we got to the 2010s, the players in the 2000s said, wow, it was better back in our day, man. You guys just don't know how to play. And it's just that's always how it works. That's just that's the way it works. But Brady's argument 
of course, was that the players self-regulated the violence. They protected each other. And, and now it's big brother. It's, it's meddling with oversight and rules and regulations. And Tom also ripped the scheme-based coaching, which is another way of talking about analytics. A lot of the scheme-based coaching is analytics. And that tells you what has happened in the past. All of analytics are based on probabilities based on what has happened, not necessarily what's going to happen. There's always squiggly lines, as we say, when it comes to analytics. And it's not rooted in reality, if you will, because uh, it might work. In baseball, it works during the regular season. In football, there are teams that have success with the analytics, follow the big numbers from the science world and all that. But uh, it doesn't guarantee anything. Our final point. Headline from the transaction wire, the transaction wire, the Cardinals. Yeah, the, that's a football team not and a baseball team. The Cardinals have waived veteran tight end Zach Ertz. He gone. Now, this guy used to be good. If you have a way back machine, man, was he a good player back in the day. Ertz caught just 27 passes this season before getting hurt. One touchdown, averaging a anemic 6.9 yards per reception. That is almost two yards off his production last season. Now, the reporting says that the reason this happened, Zach Ertz's goal is to play in relevancy. And he knows that the Cardinals are not relevant. So are you surprised that Zach Ertz was allowed to escape Arizona? So I actually am surprised because this is not normally part of the decorum in the NFL. This is a page out of the pro bouncy ball playbook is what it is. And what I mean by that, the, the trade deadline passes. In basketball, it's a contract buyout season. And I've talked to people in the NBA, and I'm like, what, what are you doing? Why would you buy this guy out to help out uh, you know, another team? I, I remember years ago, I think it was, there was a GM named Billy Knight, I believe was the guy's name. He was the GM of the Atlanta Hawks. And if I remember correctly, and I could be completely making this up and getting it totally wrong, but as I remember it, I think it was actually, I think it might have been Gary Payton, who like they acquired, but I don't know if he ever played for them. But they like bought him out. It was a guard. I remember it was a guard. And he ended up going to, I believe it was the Celtics. And I, I at the time, it was like kind of a big story. And I was like, well, I, I happened to run into him. And I said, what are you doing? And he explained to me how this is how we do things here. We, we, we love our players. And, the, and I was like, well, that's what. And I'm thinking now, like, that's not how they do it in football. The, the contract buyout, this is a foreign topic of conversation. It's not even about Zach Ertz because he's not good. But he was able to take the metaphorical crowbar to escape from the dungeon in Arizona. Now, assuming he does not get snatched up on waivers, on the waiver wire, he will be free to roam about the country. And we don't need to spin the wheel of speculation because the answer, there's only one acceptable answer. Zach Ertz wants to play for one team and one team only. He wants to go to another bird-based team. The Angry Birds. Uh, it's his old squad, the Philadelphia football team, the Eagles. And that's it. I don't want to play for anybody. I might end up having to play for somebody else, but this is a move to go back to Philadelphia. Dallas Goddard, the tight end there, has been dinged up this season. So uh, the question also is, does Zach Ertz have anything left? And it certainly appears no. 
He is a car that has three tires at this point. He's missing that fourth tire. But we have seen what we call the dead cat bounce, where uh, you you drop a dead cat, it's going to bounce. You drop a dead player on a good team, and he might have a good game or two. It, It may happen. Wouldn't bet on it happening, but it's conceivable that it would happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king. Uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen Nicotine Pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
but I It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop. Dalup. Earlier this week, the Warriors blew a 24-point lead to the Kings. Uh, that put them at 8-10. and 10. They, they were able to beat the lowly Clippers last night, but uh, they're still under 500 on the season. That way. I mean, people, that's why people don't trust the media. <laughs> I'm just saying it's nothing to be proud of. They're still under 500. Yes. Ben, um, Poop how, would you, how would you diagnose what's wrong with the Warriors? I don't know. They look pretty good against the Clippers. Uh, but uh, when I watched, <laughs> I, uh, I would say Clay Thompson is the obvious one. He he's broken. He's just not anywhere near being an All Star level player like he was. He had the knee, the Achilles injuries, and uh, he's not a splash brother. He's a brick brother. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has also not been the greatest. Uh, I mean, the, the, it's just like the backup guys haven't been that good. There's a lot of there's a lot of suck. Right now with the Warriors. Next. Now stop me if you've heard this before, but there are reports that this could be the year that Jim Harbaugh makes his return to the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, are you uh, buying the reports this time around? Well, every year I do the same monologue. I have it saved. It's Jim Harbaugh is going to coach the Chicago Bears. So I'll do it again this year. Jim Harbaugh is going to coach the Chicago Bears or the Carolina Panthers or the Chargers. Absolutely. He, he's done. Next. Now, Tyreek Hill made a recent podcast appearance. I believe he talked about a quote yeah. that he made on there. Uh, yeah. Another quote that he made is he said that the talent on this Dolphins team is actually better than the 2019 Chiefs team that he won the Super Bowl with. Ben, how would you compare the teams talent-wise? Oh, the, the Chiefs are better because of Patrick Mahomes. That's the art of manifestation from Tyreek Hill. They Mahomes, Mahomes is better. than He's obviously better. How'd we do? He passed. That's a win! I won Iowa Sam! Poop de loop. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. And these are actual jokes by actual listeners of the show. You know the drill here. We do it every week. And these jokes have been submitted. Thank you. You can send jokes in for future episodes of the show. Care of Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Put jokes in the headlines. And this portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. At Progressive.com. I saw Justin in Cincinnati wanted us to get Vern Lundquist on the podcast. I would love to get Vern Lundquist on the podcast, but I don't I don't have his number. So Uncle Vern. Uh, I'd love to have Uncle Vern on. That'd be great. The guy's a legend, but I don't know how to get a hold of him. Anyway, uh, these are lame jokes. We have a fake weed man, Eddie. Let's say uh, hello. Fake weed man. Are you there, fake weed man? Ben, I love you. Say say hello to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Ben. Oh, wow. We've we got fake Lisa there also, Pretty Eddie. Good. This is amazing here. Uh-huh. I mean, like, this, is... this may be better than Weed Man. Actually. I know. I was just going to say that. It's like we, have, we have a better caller than Weed Man. Okay, do, let's do get to know, the jokes. Is he okay? Do we know where he is? Yeah, he's yeah, homeless. He lives on the streets I'm, of Miami. I'm, li- and... I'm living on the beach. All right, calm down, Weed Man. Uh, here we go. What does Lizzo love about football? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. All those turnovers, Eddie. All those turnovers. That's <laughs> uh, uh, did, did, did you know that, that Lizzo actually looks really good with nothing on? I did not know that. Yeah, particularly when the lights are off. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, that's uh, George and Uvalde. Uh, what does Lizzo and OJ have in common when they go to a restaurant? Uh, I don't know. What do they have in common? Uh, they bring their own knife. They bring their own knife, Eddie. That's what they do. That's Tony. You know, you know, OJ was arrested. Is that right? I did not realize that. That's Tony in the Bay. Why was Lizzo disappointed when she watched my TV show? Uh, I don't know why. Well, for some reason, she thought it was a food competition show, Benny versus the Pene. Or the Pene. That's it, Pene. I screwed up. I screwed up the joke. Brendan from Boston. Bad job by me. All right, my God. All right, uh, Chip in Maine. I had one line. Chip in Maine says, what is Lizzo's favorite part of Thanksgiving? Uh, well, the food, I would think. No, no. Stuffing her face, Eddie. Stuffing her face <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> why did Lizzo have ostrich on Thanksgiving? I don't know why. She wanted to make sure that she had leftovers for the next day. Uh-huh. Deacon in Roseville, Minnesota. This one's from Chip in Maine. He says, how much money did Lizzo make last year from name, image, and likeness? Uh, how much? Nil, Eddie. Nil. Yeah. How do you spell nil, Eddie? How do you spell nil? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, why and does I Li- and I exactly? Uh, why does Lizzo want to meet Weed Man? I, I, no. <laughs> Calm down, Weed Man. I have she, no idea why she. Yeah, uh, she heard he was a giant turd burger. Is uh, what she uh, she heard there. <laughs> Coop, you got any jokes over there? Yeah, I got one. All right. Why is Dwayne Johnson the only man that can turn lesbians? I I don't know. Because rock beats scissors. (laughs) 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 That's from uh, John John the Jailer. Yeah, John the Jailer is back. He left the show. I don't know why, but he's back. We love that he's back with the show. Did you hear that Weed Man had surfing turf for Thanksgiving? I did not hear that. Yeah, he ate a Big Mac that washed up on the beach. So he called. <laughs> it was it was easy to eat with no teeth. <laughs> That's good from shipping made. Uh, why did uh, why did Wee Man get fired from his last job at the calendar factory? I don't know why. He took a day off, Eddie. He took a day off. <laughs> Now that's smartly crafted. That is that is crafted well. That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Why does Weedman's Flag Football League call him the goat? I don't know why. Because of his smell, Eddie. They call him the goat. <laughs> Tony. Tony from the Bay. Why is Weedman hippie? Why is he so upset with Discover's cash back debit? I don't know why. Well, he thought it was cash back debt, is what he thought. He read it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's Uncle <laughs> Have you found your teeth? I don't need money. All right. Apparently not. Have you found your teeth? No, no teeth. No teeth. All right. How ignorant is Weed Man Hippie? I'm pretty ignorant. Yeah, he doesn't even realize all the pot smoking and uh, all of that stuff has gotten him where he is today. He's a loser. That's from John in Youngstown. Well, that's not nice, John. That joke sucked. Wow. Did you hear that Brian wow. Finley planted a fruit tree in his yard? I did not hear that. Yeah, someone told him to grow a pear. Uh, and hey. he planted that as uh, hey. George and Uvalde. What, how does Hayes say goodnight to his girlfriend? Oh, God. Uh, with a hammer? 
No, he says, rest in peace is what he says. That's Tony in the bay. Lame jokes of the week. Thank you, fake weed man. I love you. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Oh, yes, indeed it is, Ben. Hooray for Hollywood. It's Friday, y'all. And the first day of December, the Coop Scoop on Entertainment starts right now. Wow. What a professional. This guy's a pro, Eddie. I like, it's great to work with a pro. Man. Thank you. Thanks, Marcel, for promoting the TV show, too, on Twitter. I appreciate that. Oh, by the way, yeah, Benny versus a Penny on SNY aired this Sunday morning. That's right. 1130. We have our own time slot on SNY every Sunday. All right. Thank you. All right. Kubaloo, please. All right, uh, we're going to go to the theaters to start off here. The, what's oh. uh, what's new this weekend? New popcorn this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's, we've got uh, Godzilla Minus One. Now, this is the latest Godzilla movie. And so my, my nephew is obsessed with Godzilla. This is wow. like the biggest thing That's in random. this world. He loves Godzilla. Well, yeah. uh, he will be happy to know that this particular Godzilla movie is getting rave reviews. Oh, it right. is uh, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is both the critic score and the audience score. Uh, 98% on both of those. Uh, it is a uh, it's completely Japanese film, so you will be reading subtitles. Uh, but of course, uh, Japan, devastated after the war, faces a new threat in the form of Godzilla. Is this a guy in a suit like the olden times? No. Those no. are on YouTube. You can watch those old Godzilla. Oh, they're they're amazing. They, two two people have seen this. There yes. was a, there was a song called Godzilla back in the day. I think it was like Blue Oyster Cult or something like that. Oh, you should play that for your nephew Ben. He'd love it. Okay, uh, Blue Oyster Cult's good. Good band. Godzilla, um, Godzilla. Lita Lap and Alex Teicher have seen it, and they said it was fantastic. Yes, to uh, producers here. That is true. Uh, moving over to television, we have uh, a new show on. Max, I hate saying that. It's just like it sounds so dumb. On, on Don't HB, say it on HBO Max. Yeah. That's why I'm just gonna call it HBO Max. Good job. Uh, this show is called Bookie, and oh, it, okay, here yes. we go. Here yeah, we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a new comedy series. Oh. Uh, it is from uh, Chuck Lorre, who was the uh, behind I Two and a Half I've heard Men. That name. Okay, All Two right. and a Half Men. Yes, and. Uh, in this series will be Charlie Sheen. They are reuniting. Wow. Yes. Coming back. Yep. Uh, it stars. Where's he been the last couple of years? <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the series stars Winning. Sebastian Maniscalco. 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 Yes. Love him. Love him. Easy for you to say. What's he from? He's a stand-up comedian, and he started appearing in movies a few years ago. Uh, okay. he's, he's fantastic. But he, uh, he stars as a Los Angeles bookie. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen this, yeah. So uh, I am looking forward to this, obviously. Uh, okay. You Aren't know, you embarrassed? We have all, any of us who have been into betting on sports at one time yeah. or another has had a bookie. Usually in high school, you had a bookie, you know, start there, college. <laughs> yes, you know. yes, exactly. So uh, It's going to be weird if California ever legalizes gambling where we do, I, I could just I, go down and bet. I, I would like them to. That would be nice because I see these people post their screenshots of the, know, the, the DraftKings. But well, we the need the, cool the Native props. American uh, casinos to sign off on it because yeah, they got to control it. That's, they what have, they, uh, that's, what the, that's what I was told by a big gambling muckety-muck. Yeah. And they're they're very powerful out here. So so that's... twenty. They I think the the I heard twenty twenty five late twenty twenty five at the earliest because they got to have it on the ballot next year. So 
Oh, I mean, it's been on the ballot and it's lost. Well, no, because they blocked it because that was that was uh, that was big gambling. That was like draft. Oh, so oh, so big. you're saying it wouldn't be DraftKings and and yeah, they put new legislation where it would be run by the casinos, uh, the Native American casinos. They huh. control more of the money. That's what I was told. I, I, mean, I, I I'm, might I'm not, have it I'm completely sure wrong, I, but that's what I was told. Not sure how I feel about that either. Uh, but. Uh, moving on to television, this is actually a couple uh, couple movies that are available on streaming networks. We have uh, Eddie Murphy's first ever holiday film. It is available right now on Prime Video. Does he play the character he played on Saturday Night Live, the uh, Santa character there? Does he? Uh, it's called Candy Cane Lane. Uh, that's pretty much all I know about it, uh, except that uh, Nick Offerman also stars in the movie that is available on Prime Video right now. And we have another movie available on Netflix right now. And this one's actually got really good reviews. Uh, Netflix paid uh, $11 million to acquire the film at the uh, the Cannes Film Festival, where uh, this is called, it's called May, December, right? And this is, uh, I guess it came out in theaters a few weeks ago, but it was a limited release. So uh, not uh, independent theaters, probably not at one uh, close to you if you're listening right now, but this stars Julianne Moore in a twisty drama that uh, finds Julianne Moore, now a mother and wife, leading a quiet life two decades after she was the subject of a highly publicized tabloid scandal and imprisoned for her relationship with a 13-year-old boy. So uh, Natalie Portman is hired to play Julianne Moore's character in an upcoming film. So it's a film inside of a film, filmception. But uh, yeah, it shakes that's, up the normalcy. That's too artsy fartsy for me, Coop. I got to tell you, I'm out on that. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's got good reviews. It's on Netflix. Julianne Moore is a great actress. Natalie Portman is a fantastic actress. So a big you know, fan of her work. check it out for, uh, for those two reasons alone. And uh, you know what? That's uh, that's it. That's all I got for you on Coop Scoop. Okay, there it is, the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Thank you, Coop Loop. Somehow he never mentions Benny versus the Penny. I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, if you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.